<laughs> live from Long Island, New York. It is love, death, and taxes. Hi, Agnes. How are you doing this week? I'm wonderful, Ryan. How are you? Great to see I'm you. Well. I'm great. It's, it's good. Been a whole week. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> we, we, uh, we are moving forward with a lot of things this week. I hope everyone is uh, looking forward. Like as the, the the weather is changing, I hope everybody's looking forward to the holiday and the holiday season. For me, once Halloween hits, I feel like that is where we're going and that's where we're moving. Um, so very cool, very cool. Ladies and gentlemen, our, our show today is going to be about adult children and the relationships that we have with them. Um, Agnes, I guess you've got a lot of experience in this. I have some experience, but <laughs> it definitely does not make me an expert for this show. Um, but in a second, we'll be right back. And then that's what we'll get into, right? Yes. All right. Very well. Let's go. Okay. Every now and then, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back. Love that and taxes, ladies and gents. Uh, the conversation about the inevitable things in life. Uh, I'm Ryan O'Neill Williams. Uh, to my right or to your left, depending on how crazy the world is, <laughs> is Agnes Amasano. Uh, uh, Agnes, so you say your week was good. Um, it was wonderful. Um, I'm in a holiday season. For me, okay. it's already started. You already started. Okay. Absolutely. So that I feel upbeat. I feel happy. And like from now till April, <laughs> I'm putting the holiday season. Really? Okay. Okay. So that obviously comes with it. The holiday season in general or Halloween. If you have children, if you have grandchildren, if you have a mother, if you have a father, if you have grandkids, it it evokes a certain amount of familial uh, relationships. Like you definitely are going to have to deal with family over the next three months because that's just what happens, right? Um, you, <laughs> yeah, so you're gonna be around you a lot. So I thought this was a great episode at first when you 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 proposed the the title i was like oh did something happen over to, uh, over to and i was like oh no probably not she's like are you okay i'm like are you okay but he said no not necessarily you just want what made you come up with this topic uh you know conversations with my sisters okay. because i have i have sisters they all have grown children and um, I'm, I'm blessed that way because I kind of um, learn from their experience. I also have wonderful friends that have grown children and uh, just just a few years older than mine. So it was a great uh, way of watching others, what mm -hmm. they've been going through and learn on their experience. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we just discover with my sisters that we are still learning. They're all grandmothers and we are still learning what to do, how to deal with our kids, and uh, to simply 
preserve the good relationship that we have with them. That so makes a lot of sense. I mean, I was as I was thinking about this topic, I was saying to myself, it's one thing when they're in your house and you have to take care of them and protect them. But then once they are out, or sometimes <laughs> they're still there and they're adults, <laughs> now how do you deal with them? You still, they're your children, right? No matter what, they're still going to be your children no matter what. But now yes, adults, yes. you kind of have to give them a certain amount of respect, yes? At certain age, you should allow certain freedom because you're showing them that you trust them. So you have to establish certain relationships. I'm not talking about the kids that they, you know, running around with gangs and then things like that, the trouble, trouble teens or, or trouble adults. I'm talking about the regular relationship between yeah. parents and children. And even if they live in your house. So one of the one of the things that I was um, telling you that I want to discuss, it's like how long they should live in your house. Okay. <laughs> one thing we have to learn, and it's very difficult, it was difficult for me to understand that we don't raise children, we don't keep them for ourselves. So we have them and we are sending them into the world. They are not ours to keep. Right. They are our ambassadors in a way. Yes. We raise them and we send them into the world. And um, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch them, how they're succeeding everything, uh, the, the decisions that they make. Um, I'm trying not to take credit or they want to, but I can't really take credit. I'm just thinking to myself, okay, so yours is doing that. But what if, and I'm sure this is happening, a lot of people are looking at their kids like, that kid is not ready to go out into the world yet. And he's 21, he's 22, he's 23. What am I going to do with that kid? Well, I would say keep them till 25. <laughs> okay, all right. And then after that, that they got it. That's, that's the right number for me. I think <laughs> anything above it is yeah. um, kind of holding them out from learning life. Because when they under our roof, you're providing as much as you can. And they yeah. need to learn the value of a dollar. Right. They need to learn how to pay their own rent, how to pay their own bills. And okay, I always keep saying, you know, I'm always here to catch you if you fall, but you right. have to go out there and do your own thing. Okay. Okay. What, <laughs> what age were you when you left home? 20. 20? Okay. All right. Very yes. close. Clo I was close. I was, I was 21, but there was a reason why I was staying back. I had a brother who was like four years behind. I wanted, I wanted to have him come stay with me, but it got to that point where it was one taking really long and my mother was not having it because he was <laughs> under, in her mind, he was underage. He was 17. So she yeah, was like, yeah. no, 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 the two of you are not going to go up. So I'm waiting, you know, um, by the time I'm 21, he is 17. And I, but I'm thinking, I'm 21, I need to, you know, I need to. And uh, eventually it just came to the point where something, uh, something 
came uh, and I was like, I have to go. So I went. Yeah. And I've got to tell you, that was a weird summer. <laughs> that was a weird summer where, you know, my mom was like, why are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to do the Jamaican accent. <laughs> You're going to be my Ryan, you are a gigolo. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> she thought that I was just going out for, yeah, you know, yeah. a certain amount of privacy while I was dating. But that's not, it, it had nothing to do with that. She was just, I think she was salty that she didn't expect me to just, but it, it happened, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, at 21, it should have happened already. There are a lot of people who I know will say, oh, I left home at 16. I left home at 17, you know, 18, 20. You wouldn't even went to a different country. You were running away. Huh? Yeah, but I'm, the, the, my, he's a completely different story. <laughs> is it? Completely uh, different story. <laughs> All right, so that's number one, holding on to them to a certain amount. But then what is the other thing you had there, how you, you respect them when they move into their own uh, well, their relationship? Respecting them also when they under your rule because, you know, this is what I did. Um, and when he was, when my son was 16, he moved to the apartment downstairs. Okay. Because he felt that he's an adult. So he, so I did allow him certain freedom and, and to show him how to learn, how to be on your own and take care of your own things and, and things like that. Great. But till 21, he was using my front door to come in. Till 21, he was not allowed to use the separate entrance that he had. Oh, okay. Oh, still had to come in through. You can see him, yeah. so he's not flipping in and out and doing whatever. But no. he had a separate living space, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think I'm I'm imagining it because this kitchen, little area. So you made sure that he had his own space and could do what he wants to do, but. He can't just go in and out. But this is how my mother would put it. You can't just go in and out my door when you feel like. And she was very right. And she was very yeah. right. Tell you. That's right. She's like, hey, you're still going to school. You're, you're yeah. going to respect me. You're not going to tramp in these young women back and forth in here while I'm here. Uh, that just wasn't, you know, it, 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 it's yeah. her home. So that's the thing. It's my house. It's my rules. I have had a situation where a grown child has said to me, well, well, I'm going to go then. If you, you don't want to beat my rules. If a kid's going in and out, what are we expecting? 2 a.m. in the morning? If a child is, is 18, 19, 20, 21, are we waiting up for them till 2 a.m. in the morning, 3 a.m. in the morning? How should we handle that? Till 21, I was waiting up. After that, I did not. You were waiting, all right. I, I, I did. Actually, no, I'm, I'm lying. I think till 18. Yeah, I was waiting up till he was 18. <laughs> I did allow him. I, you know, I, I had to show I trust him. Yes. I wanted to trust him. Right. His decisions. We had right. uh, this, this rule that, God forbid, he's in a you know, certain situations that he cannot come home. Uh, I will, we always have money put away for, for the taxi in case right. something. So he will always know how to get back home and without me mouthing back because that was the right decision to call the taxi or something. Never happened, but right. we had that deal in place. 
you know? Uh, so I wanted him to grow up to be a responsible adult, which that was successful. But um, you know, especially with with girls, you might you might deal a little bit different way. I dealt with a son, so he had a little bit more freedom, maybe because um, maybe. he grew up. He grew up to be. I knew he's going to be a husband, a father. You know, he needed to be responsible to show to learn responsibility from a young age. That was extremely right. important to me. With girls, maybe it's a double standard, but with girls, I would I would say I think I would wait up till she lives home with me. She's <laughs> fine at home, and maybe there would have been a, a curfew. Who knows? Because it's uh, it, you know, you always worried about the girl. A little bit right. more voice, I would say. Okay, okay, it depends. It really depends. It, 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 <laughs> I'm sure that a lot of girls who are watching this right now, or women who are watching this right now, say, "I got out of my house by so and so, and it's really early." But I see what you're saying. You're saying support their independence, yes. but it still set certain boundaries so you have boundaries in your home. For me. If you're, if it's my house, I don't care if you're 18, if once you hit 18, 19, 20, you're an adult, right? But you still have, to an extent, a curfew. And not because I want them to come home at a certain time so I'm stayed up worrying. I hit the pillow, I go to sleep. That's not necessarily my problem. If I have other children in the house or I have my home and my wife or the other people in the family, it is consider it for you to come in at 2 a.m. or, you know, the latest, like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., so that when you're coming in, one, you're not waking up everybody in the house. Two, you're not setting up a situation where someone can follow you and come into the house and break in because we've shut everything up for the night, right? Um, and yeah, I, I, I am worried about you. I am worried. I see 3 a.m. coming and I don't see you. I might think you're, you know, you had a car accident or, you know, something else happened to you out on the road. So those those boundaries, see, and we're calling them boundaries. I think it's 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 simple self-respect that we are setting between one another. Hey, you're an adult and I respect you. You can go out and be an adult. But Let's try not to drink before we're 21, or at least not get caught drinking before we're 21. And <laughs> don't coming in here and uh, you know causing a situation in the middle of the night when your brother and your sister might still be in bed, or me and my wife have gone to sleep. You know what I mean? Those kind of things. So I think that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, what do you think about when you had conflict with your son? How did you? resolve those how do you think you should because it's different it's different when they're a child right and it's definitely different when they've moved out of your house well when you're talking to an adult child um you're supposed to produce a certain amount of respect yeah i'm your dad but i should still expect that i could talk to you as a man as a person as an adult what do you think about that where where are you with with respecting them as, as, as adults? Well, um, I really didn't have major conflicts with my son when mm -hmm. he was grown, okay. um, when he grew up. I did have conflicts with my mother. Oh, you had conflicts with your mother. Oh. 
<laughs> I do. <laughs> and what did you think? What, what do you think was at the the crux of that? And and I have to tell you, there was a big learning uh, experience for me because I remember that um, mm. because it was hurting so much. So I remember that, and I never tried to put. Um, my own child or you know with, with conversations with my sisters we try because we all experience the same thing we try not to repeat that with our children it's right. like you know you're grown but you're not being shown uh certain trust or respect and um things as my house my rules just make you want to run away so fast and so far um Meanwhile, there are such things that kids can live under your roof and still have healthy relationship with them. If you allow them a certain freedom and, and respect their age, I would say, and a place in, in life that they are at, uh, because if they go into school or they're working, um, you know, with that comes, if they're responsible adults, they don't have to walk like in a, you know, on eggshells all the time. Because if you're sharing your home with them, that's their home as well. Yes, and exactly. If they move out and then there's a conflict, to me, it always is sit down. Sit down and explain calmly. Uh, listen, this is what happens and uh, this is what make me feel. Uh, they do not understand how parents may feel. At certain point in their life, they might think, okay, I'm a grown-up, this is what I'm doing, and they don't understand that we still care. They don't They don't remember uh, that we worried. You know, they, they, they just don't look at the same situation. They're different adults. They are at certain point, this is, this is what happens, that they are adults and they look at life differently than we do because we are older. We have different outlook on life. We might have different outlook on religion, politics, work, anything. They are entitled to their own opinions. And yeah. a lot of parents, and I know there's a lot of conflicts that there is, oh, you looking at life different way than I do? Oh, the that's it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> then there's I mean, a problem. <laughs> that, that is going to happen. I mean, yeah. generally, uh, it's going to be another generation, right? It's almost usually, usually, it's, it doesn't have to be. It can be, you know, it can be less than this. But in general, children are about 20 years separated from their parents. And yet, the way the world works is people... <laughs> Every 20 years, there are so many different things that happen and the way the world is seen by different people. Like I cannot imagine, well, I can imagine <laughs> a, 20, a, a kid who's around 25, 26, around this time that saw, um, you know, the World Trade Center fall. Like that's a different mindset than what I think of as someone who was born around the time that uh, they had the uh, the Vietnamese War seven, seven, in 73, right? So that's a different era, a different time, a different th thought process, especially these new, 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 new kids, these new kids who are just like, everything's on my phone, everything is digital. Dad, you don't have enough followers. It's stuff like that. <laughs> I don't even respect you. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, everybody's going to have a separate and different outlook on life. That's one. But there are still some things that we want to hold as 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 you know a line through that constantly happens, right? Aren't we we still expect a certain amount of tradition? Um, we're still looking for a certain amount of um, uh, 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 respect between parent and, 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 you know, you want to weigh the scale as a parent. You want to weigh the scale in your favor, right? You want them to give you a little bit more respect. Because I raised you. <laughs> I, I, I brought you here. Yeah, there, is, there, is, um, there are certain feelings that are kicking in at the very uh, beginning when they are establishing serious relationships. Yeah. It's like, oh, he, you know, your child will come home uh, and they will, let's say, praise um, the other, the, the future mother-in-law. And they begin mm -hmm. like, oh, you like her more than me. <laughs> but, then, but then you sum her up and say, like, oh, this is a good thing. They like that person. So this is a good thing for the future because if they're building life with that person, that's a good thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hope that they always like that, right? Most of the time, they don't know who they're doing. <laughs> they think they like them. And you hope that they like them. But half the time, you, you don't know. As we say in Jamaica, to see me and to come live with me is two different things. So yeah. it's yeah. very interesting. You know what I mean? You're, which that always happens too. If you're in a relationship, you almost always talk to the person's parents and they're like, wow, your your mom and dad are so nice. And we will talk in two years. <laughs> exactly. When you finally know who the heck they are. But okay, so no, but see, when like you mention the traditions, when you mention yeah. the traditions. Yeah. That's one thing that, again, we have to compromise on because especially when they get married, this is not another person coming, joining your family. It's, it's a wrong way to look at it. Your child is going to join her, his or her life with somebody else and build new traditions. It's going to be blending. It's going yeah. to be blending both families' uh, traditions and building their own. And they have a right to do so. They are not obligated to come and spend all the holidays with you. They are not obligated to hold out your family traditions. They are building new ones. And it's and it's difficult for a lot of parents. To say, what do you mean you're not coming to us? For, for Easter or for Christmas or for, for Thanksgiving, you go, you're choosing the other family. Right. If you want if you want to preserve a good relationship with your child, support them. Don't create problems for them. Support them. Okay, well, you want to have holidays with them? Choose another day close to the holidays. And and then, then you're going to have new tradition in the family. Okay, uh, Monday after the holidays, Saturday before the holidays. This is when we are sitting down. If, if it's that important to you, help your child to avoid having problems in the marriage. Why should you participate in creating problems for, for your child and, and instigating arguments? Oh, I'm not going to your parents. We're not going here. We're not going to. Why? Hmm. Holiday should be a, a beautiful thing, a happy yeah. thing. Yeah. Everybody shouldn't be upset 
that you, you, oh, 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 I'm going to your parents. And I don't want to go to your parents, but you kind of have to sort of even it out. It's so funny. It's interesting because right now I'm getting into this co-parenting thing with my my um, with my ex significant other, right? And so there's a certain amount of time that we spend traditions with this family, a certain time we spend traditions with that family. And you do have to say, okay, we're going to plan this out and you're going to have them for Thanksgiving this year. Then I'm going to have them for Christmas this year. Next year we switch off. You have them for Thanksgiving. And that, you know what I mean? So I, it's an interesting thing that you, you're, you, I'm looking at what you're talking about here and realizing that most of us just let these things happen and don't really even stop to think about the planning that could go into them and um, how fair we are making it. How many of you are listening to this right now and thinking, oh my gosh, we've gone to my mother's house three times in a row for the last three Christmases and never gone to his mother's house or her mother's house, you know what I mean? So it's it's so interesting that you're saying that because we don't, I don't think we plan for all of these things. And I think everything comes much more sharper into focus once the grandkids come, because all of a sudden the children start to recognize all of the things that the parent had done for them or why they chose to do the things that they did and realize that it's not because you were being spiteful, mom. It's not because you were being spiteful. You were just trying to deal with the situation as it is. I think that is, that is, that is so evident that a lot of kids do not think, adult children, um, do not think about how their parents are, are, are raising them until they have their children. It's 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 an age-old <laughs> situation, right? I feel like I have them for every single holiday, just because we find we find a, a day close to mm -hmm. holiday and and we get together. Just because the other family has different obligations, it's not because it's spitefulness. Oh, or because I have to have them. It's it's not that it's other family uh, members from the other side that they coming for this time or they coming for that time and they trying to accommodate them as well. This is not mm -hmm. just the parents that sitting. Oh no, we just going to spite the in laws. That it doesn't it doesn't work that way. No, not. There's, there's, there's so many family. It's family. There's a lot of people involved. There are other people traveling. They right. want to see them. So, so why should you make life miserable for anybody? Yeah. This is not that, you know, being, if something is that important to you, sit down and talk. Otherwise, accommodate, accommodate, and accommodate. Yeah. I like what you're saying, that it doesn't even have to be this time you go to this person. or this. You could do both, that you could say, okay, you're going to come for me for Thanksgiving, but maybe you go to your other in-laws for the day after Thanksgiving or something like that, still go and stay. I, I feel like I have them for every holiday. That's the way yeah. I feel. Sometimes yeah. we have to move the date. But so be it. A holiday yeah. is when your family is together, when the family is together, not because it's Thursday. Those yeah. are the traditions. Those are the traditions. Okay, so good. That's great. Um, you create new ones. 
but now let's talk about a very important thing how do you feel as a parent do you feel like you are entitled to say whatever you feel like to your uh, grown child uh to under um under pretenses of a um constructive criticism when you see there's something like about your adult child or or do you raise them how do you deal with that how do you want your child to feel when it's around you it's so funny i've never thought it, it is okay for me to give you constructive criticism as a child. I'm molding you. I'm trying to build you up and whatever. But at the, as kids get into their teenage years, and people pay attention to their teenage years when you have these kids, um, you start to see their personality truly come out and the things that shape how they think about the world. And it's not about a criticism about how they feel or how they it should simply be uh, you see this this way but what do you think about seeing it this way or seeing it that way it's uh, it's interesting that you said it because i don't really see my relationship with my children in that way i see it more as an exposition as opposed to you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do, it, it's not a blaming thing but i understand some people may have other ways of i guess i guess i'm talking about communication and the way i communicate is not i tell things almost as if they're in a fable in a faraway land <laughs> and then you know they can take from it what they learn or or not that's it's your business i'm i'm your dad i'm not going to force you to drink the water, but I'll take you to it so you can see it and decide to have it. But that's that's a, oh, so our, our, <laughs> this, this sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> Are you getting? <laughs> so, because I'm your parent, so I'm going to tell you this and that and with yeah, yeah. very, very strong no. words and you have to listen. No, no. Yeah, you, you know, my mother would just. I'm so I just my mother would just say things to me, but I've always been like, hey, if you're interested, you can hear this or not. You don't have to. You can hear it. I'm just asking you to do this, and I'm asking you to do that, and that is what it is. And leave it at that. If you you're you're not happy with that. Sorry, I'm sorry. But that's how I see it. And so I'm gonna go do this thing, and you're gonna go do that thing. It's all up to you. You can do what you want to do. Most of the time, it's nothing life-changing, you know, because uh, I feel like if you've raised your kid, to some extent, they know where the lines are, right? They won't go over certain lines. It's like drugs, you know, hard drugs are not a thing that I do or, you know, drinking and driving. That's not a thing that we want. You know what I mean? Like they know where the the red, the, the lines are. So most of the time it's little things like, you know, you should put your clothing into the basket or something. But once they're adults, that's not even a conversation anymore, is it? It's uh, you know, example of uh, what um, some, some mother 
one mother taught as a constructive criticism to her daughter was when she was almost almost nine months pregnant and she mm -hmm. was saying you should be wearing high heels because the way you look you are short you look like a duck and that's mean that's not even strict that's not criticism. It was under, under the blanket of constructive criticism, which that's what I'm talking about. Like at no. certain point, if we have nothing nice to say, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> we said the same thing, right? Respect the fact that your child is an adult. Respect the fact that they are making their own decisions, that they live on your own, that they have their own families, and they are different than you are because they came from different environments, especially you and I, we, we came from different environment than our children were, but we that's why we left our countries to have families and, and, and children in better, better conditions than we were raised. And that, that I will have more ability to shape them in the way that I want. There is not everybody like impinging on my freedom to do that. And my freedom to do that is basically Pay attention to everybody, love people, don't go crazy. You know, this thing is not, this life, this life, oh my gosh, is not a joke. It's very, very different for each person. And you need to be able to respect their, their, um, their journey so that, you know, you're not impatient. Now, you got to go and do your own thing. You can go and do whatever it is that you want to do. And anybody who wants to tag along and go along that journey with you for a certain amount of time, they can stay with it. But what? what but you can't force, you should not be forcing people to behave a certain way. Yes. Hang out here or not. And if you're not having a good time, my, my dude, there's the door. Do you think? Whatever. But uh, yeah, it's it's difficult. It's, it's interesting. Talk about um, a support network, because what I hear you saying is you're okay to an extent with them you know that's the other thing like <laughs> we depend on one another as families right um maybe a grandmother watches the kids when the mom cannot because maybe she's working or maybe uh i borrow your car mom because mine broke down or something like that what kind of support network and communication are you running with your your adult children um, you know what? I, I have relationship. Like, no. I have an extremely good relationship with my daughter in law. And um whenever it's needed, okay. she knows she knows she she's and, and so is my son. You know, they are free for whatever. If we can whatever fine. But uh, they are so self-sufficient that we're very rarely being asked for anything. And um Right. It's, it's amazing. Like a lot, a lot of parents will put their five cents on how to raise the kids. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that. And um, I'm not saying that I wasn't one of them at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> but um, very quickly, I stepped back because they're not my children. That they're yeah. children. And yeah. I have to tell you, I I had amazing experience with that because I sat down. And I looked both of them, and I was like, wow, they are such a great parents. How did that yeah. happen? 
<laughs> you don't think you have nothing to do. No, no, it's a company that's the young people, young people, young people. We're not talking people in their 40s. And they, they were parents in their late 20s. And with amazement, I see the, the love, the understanding, the patience. And I'm saying, well, definitely he didn't inherit that patience for me. <laughs> so, you know, but so it, it, it's, it's amazing experience to see your offspring being especially parenting. It's, it's an amazing feeling. I will never stop raising both of them and how, how wonderful they are and the relationship that they they established it's without anyone meddling that's another okay. thing i think kids will have better um understanding of life when they have freedom of mm -hmm. making decisions on, on their own and if they make mistakes that they they will learn on their own mistakes but um yeah, just leave them alone let them be you know i think this new generation of people in the last 20 years and the last people who are 30 around around the age of 30 or in their, their mid-20s or so are really thinking about what is happening with uh, their kids like they're not they're not just having kids and saying oh i'm so happy to have kids i think they are really thinking about it which honestly i don't think our parents like were were as that's, as that's specific. Exactly. Yes, that's that's why I'm more <laughs> amazed with with the way they are because you know yeah. I, I, my sisters are older than me. I didn't see maybe it was the age that I was at, but when they were, I didn't see so much of everything going in. Um, Thinking, arranging, taking care of their health needs, and and everything. It was it's, it's just it's just amazing how uh, people, the, the millennials right now, they are so uh, family oriented and and they handling their life so so nice. It's 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 a wonderful thing to see. It's a really wonderful thing to see. Yeah. So That's good. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm actually I'm looking forward to. It. Yes, you still have a little, little time to go, but trust me, it's going to run very, very, very quickly. And there's another little thing that I wanted to touch on. Um, should we assume their needs or, oh, especially when they married, or just ask what they need? Um, because like, let's say giving things or, or bringing things to their attention. What do you think? I, I, I feel like, if they weren't your kids, right, and they were just a young couple that you knew and you had something to give to them, wouldn't you offer it, right? So if they're your kids, then even more so would you. Yeah, I feel like you would decide to offer it, right? So if you have it and you have it to give and they need something, then offer. Um, but yeah, if they want to come and ask and be polite about it, who knows? You don't know. Sometimes we don't know what it is that they need, right? If they want to be polite and come and ask, then they can do so as well. But I see what you're saying. 
definitely don't force anything on them. You want to say you may have this or you can have that. And don't like sneak stuff into their kids' <laughs> backpacks <laughs> on the way out. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> if you have vagina in your backpack, just be careful because Nana put some vagina there. <laughs> Nora <laughs> put five hundred dollars in. It. <laughs> you know, we don't want that. But yeah, I see what you're saying. What do you think? Don't get upset if they say, "Oh, this is so nice," but no, thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. that that might be not their style. That might no, be they, not what they want. They've right? decided. Maybe they've decided they want to do what it is that they're doing on their own, or. The particular gift that you're giving them is maybe exactly not their style. It might be something. Oh, you just want to clean up your house and get rid of things. Yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're just dumping your old VCR on me. I don't, Grandma, I don't, we don't need the VCR. We don't. It's okay, you can still use it. Everything's streaming now, Grandma. <laughs> But yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think this is a good overview. Like, like maybe, maybe we get somebody else to come talk with us about this. But I guess we're we're pretty much out of time. Yes. Uh, I want to say thank you so much for the laughs, regardless, and for the insight. All right, I'm looking forward to this particular uh, section of my life when it comes. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Love, Death, and Taxes. I want to remind you that it is uh, sponsored by nytaxresolutions.com. Uh, that's Tax Resolutions and Bookkeeping. That's the website, nytaxresolutions.com, where you can actually go and see Agnes. And, and if you have issues with your taxes, um, that is where you want to go. If you loved what you heard on, mail, on Love, Death, and Taxes, today in our podcast, you can reach out to us at mailbag at lovedeathandtaxes.com. Leave us an email. Tell us about a, a, a subject that you'd like to talk about or whether or not you'd like to comment on something that we've actually spoken about before. And that would be great. Uh, I'm Ryan O'Neill Williams and my co-host, lovely co-host uh, is uh, Agnes Amasano. Well, Agnes, have anything you'll ask to say to them before we head off? Oh, I have some oh, stories that I cannot say. I think we'll revisit this one. We'll do a part two. Right. Yes. <laughs> I think we should, yes. All right. Very well. You take care. And guys, uh, uh see you next week. Same time, same bat time, <laughs> same yes, bat space. Good. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.